Big Question Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is Rocky. Howdy ho. Joining us today is Liam. Hey hey. Joining us today is Paris Hilton. Hello. Joining us today is Kat. Hello. Not joining us today is Maria, because she's in the corner of the room. I bet she joins in before the end of this episode. <laughs> so anyway, do you think anyone has ever actually had their arm broken by a swan? <laughs> I'd not even try to understand it. Well, something people do you not always think, say. Yeah, it's, it's something people say. Like they, they say that swans yeah. will break your arm. Like they I mean, have enough strength with their little beaks there. To, or is it uh, their wings? They are actually ferocious. I'm thinking a neck move, like some kind of like... <laughs> like a kung fu neck move. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I've seen two giraffes fighting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like that. Like, yeah. Swinging around. Is that like... Well, I, I can... your arm with the neck and then going... <coughs> I think, I think I've, I've, I've seen the internet that anything is possible. But, you know, if there, if there are swans going to break your arm, there are probably only swans that are around Canary Wharf. Because those those... Those wharfy areas are quite rough. They know, the, are. Ones, the ones in Hyde Park, I'd, I'd say, you know, probably not. They're, they're a bit more sophisticated. But so, the, the ones in the Docklands, I could, you know, so aggressive be... financial swans. <laughs> they're they're going to get... Aggressive as- city swans. Yeah. City <laughs> swans. They're going to get swan asbos. Yeah, swan asbos. Swan bows. I don't swanning around anymore. <laughs> but I, I'm still not really sure I'm understanding. Like, does the swan have an understanding that they only can go for your arm? Like, surely they would go for your neck, your yeah. legs, your fucking anything that it wants to. But well, like, if I was going to go for one part of your body, Rocky, I'd probably go for an arm. Like wow. if I was a swan, because like my beak, my swan beak wouldn't get round your neck, but, but it might get round your arm. But surely it'd be easier for them round my legs. But then you can kick it. But, that, but that's what they want you to think. <laughs> yeah. you know, the, we, the psychology of a swan. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, um, actually, I'm thinking about, uh, uh, it would be the Copenhagen. No. Because Copenhagen has a, a very similar kind of, like, there's a big river, but it's quite low. Uh, so there's lots of swans in the river there as well. And Fucking cunt swans. Cunt swans. <laughs> like, really aggressive, actually. Like around in Copa for some because Danish people are quite chilled out, but I mean now they used to be Vikings, but there's a bit of Viking blood in that in those swans. If you get a little bit too close to them, they come charging at you. I saw Sophie Hagen live recently, and I don't think da- Danish people are that fucking chilled out. Oh. Apparently they're all really immensely sexist. <laughs> they're very racist. Yeah. I'm, Dan- I'm, I'm not being an MRA uh, about this. I think she's probably on the ball. I thought uh, she was really good live, and yeah, I got the sense that. They're a bit cunty, actually, Danish people. Oh, well, you know what, Barbie And I'm like, I've seen him from Metallica, Lars Ulrich. Yeah. He is a bit of a cunt. Have you ever stepped on Lego? Fuckers. <laughs> Absolutely fuckers. <laughs> okay, my other thought for the day was a Millie Helen is a quantity of beauty required to launch just one ship. What the fuck is a Millie Helen? And how would you how would you decide what counts as a Millie Helen? So would I count as a Millie Helen? Am I beautiful enough to, to launch just one ship? What kind of ship? Like a little dinghy? Um, no, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking um, kind of you know a grand a kind of grand ship. Come on, I, come on, I must be beautiful enough for that. 
Thank you for all that silence. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just still stuck around. What the fuck are you all talking about? A <laughs> what the fuck is a millihelm? <laughs> it, it's I, a I, quantity I, of beauty. Okay. Did I just... Yeah. I must have fallen asleep briefly because, like, I literally am not following. I, I don't... I, I remember doing physics in high school and I don't ever remember coming across this this metric before. I think a millihelen is essentially the quantity of beauty contained within one bottle of champagne. And, and I guess the question I'm asking for, uh, do I contain the right amount of beauty for... Boating of peat-face. Boating of and I'm going to guess by all your silence, no is the answer. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> okay, well, that's the next question. <laughs> that was the most simple answer to a question that I think the Big Question podcasters have ever done. Yes, okay, so next question. What famous horror tropes scare you? And I've got a list. So, abandoned hospitals. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's scary. Now, Paris Hilton and I have a story about abandoned hospitals. Do we? Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, God. Still have amnesia. <laughs> so, that same night that I saw your twat. You didn't, you so didn't. We were taking magic mushrooms. Oh. Paris Hilton and I took magic mushrooms together. And we went to an abandoned hospital. Did we? Yes. <laughs> we went there with your ex-boyfriend, um, David Mor Hasselhoff. The Mormon. Yeah, that was, that was when you were going out with the Mormon, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and we went to an abandoned hospital under the influence of mushrooms. Did we? Yes. <laughs> why Why do you not remember this and I remember this? Uh, are you sure you didn't go to like a room and just think it was an abandoned hospital? <laughs> no, it was an abandoned hospital. Like, I, will, I won't lie that like, we didn't go... This evening is just... We didn't go that far into it. Like, we, we got into the grounds of the abandoned hospital and we walked down... Probably just one corridor before we got a bit freaked out and ran out. But we absolutely walked into the grounds of an abandoned hospital. Was it a real hospital, but you were so off your face that you thought it was abandoned, made loads of stuff up? <laughs> and you thought there was like ghosts, but really they were just nurses going, What the fuck are you doing here? Get out! Fucking security! Um, You're in the way of A and E! I can see flames! <laughs> God, this, I hope not, is the answer. Get this person tied to a bird. <laughs> okay, so there we have. I've got another story about that. My brother um, is actually into urban exploring, and he has recently broken into the hospital maternity ward that me and him were both born in, which has now been abandoned and is shortly about to be destroyed which is actually the QET hospital in Welling Garden City big shout out um yeah and he's been in there and taking photos and uh, he's also been in an abandoned morgue on his own and took photos and then got really freaked out and had to leave that sounds horrific yeah the the hospital I was born in is now not it, it is not a real hospital anymore no, they burned it down and got a priest to sanctify <laughs> finally <yeah. laughs> so anyway next one on the list Bloody handprints. Well, that might just be like 
the outcome of an accident. Right, Maria just said, oh, fuck, you may not hear her on the mic. I suspect that she is actually a bit freaked out by her bloody handprints. She's nodding, but maybe she should get back on the microphone <laughs> to come and join in with us. I'm very scared of bloody handprints. <laughs> <laughs> That's Maria. <laughs> That's Maria speaking there. That doesn't sound like a Obviously. Portuguese I have accent. a massive butt. <laughs> and that's really scary <laughs> I'd like to eat that butt <laughs> right uh, bloody handprints no no okay no, no they never be, bothered me either it, it could just be powder pink so the next one actually does bother me a little bit creepy long arms <laughs> <laughs> right okay so I've really, got quite long arms are they creepy remember, I don't know street fighter <laughs> No, no, no. Where, where this comes from, I think, is Nightmare on Elm Street. So, oh, reaching through the TV to grab the kid, is that the one? There are scenes in Nightmare on Elm Street where he's kind of moving his arms up. And there's a cat coming to the Hey, Calvin. And his, his arms get really, really super long, and he scrapes along the walls. I get that. I get why that's scary. <laughs> scary. No. Mm. Okay, fuck no. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy basements. Yes. So we've all seen um, Blair Witch Project. Yes. How creepy. I've also used to live in a house, a big old house in Nottingham, and that had a basement. And one day I lived in the top No floor. one lives in Nottingham. Well, I Fucking used to. Hell. They don't anymore because I've moved. It's <laughs> no one lives there now. <laughs> it's desolate. But, um, I was on my own at home. There was no one else in the whole house. It was a big house. There was like six of us. But every, I was the only one home. And it was late at night. And I just watched, watched The Exorcist on my own upstairs. Suddenly the fuses went. All the lights went out. I had to go downstairs holding a lighter... I had to go all the way down into the basement to switch the fuses back on and I had to literally talk to myself to stop myself getting freaked out. I was like, right, everything's fine. I was literally talking to myself out loud like, okay, everything's fine. I'm going to get these lights back on. Everything's going to be fine. And I, I was absolutely shitting myself. Also, a note about that basement. We found a door in the basement which had been nailed shut and one of my flatmates decided to prise it open one day and there was a box of children's clothes in there. Oh! Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, I have a problem with basements. I don't have a problem with basements, but um, Paris Hilton and I lived together many years ago. Did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Before you lived in Malibu, we also lived in Manchester. And we lived together, and during that period, we went into the basement, and we looked around, and what we found was videotapes of pro-wrestling... WWF yeah. wrestling, w, uh, WCW wrestling, I think is the correct term. And we found videos of Knight Rider, <laughs> which actually inspired the question I had I in a previous episode. Wrestling, was it, was that it sparked not? my love of wrestling. <laughs> Nature Boy Ric Flair. I would, I they, would totally tomorrow they, spend the day watching wrestling. Someone spilled something on them. They wouldn't play properly at all. But we still watched them anyway. We watched them all. Hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yes. So actually, creepy basements I don't have a problem with conceptually. But I understand why people are scared by them. It was like a gift. Okay, so, so crap in there. next one, creepy cemeteries. Yeah, mm. I can see that. I've never been scared by cemeteries. Although, although, although I live, right now I live in uh, Broccoli. Of all the cemeteries I've seen in London, the, the kind of Broccoli, 
I think it's Broccoli Cemetery. <laughs> it is. It is one of the most derelict cemeteries I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. It is. It is fucking weird. Like it. It looks like a cemetery that has been left to die for about a hundred years. I think it's because the, the the headstones are like all different. They're, they're, they're all, all different sizes. They're sizes all falling angles, over. They're all falling over. It's almost like people have literally forgotten about <laughs> those guys. <laughs> right now we're in the height of summer, so it's you know today has been like twenty seven thirty odd degrees. It's like really warm, but like in the in the height of winter when it's a bit foggy. Actually, that cemetery is a bit creepy. <laughs> it is, mm. um, <clears throat> but since Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've been okay with them. <laughs> okay. And the, the cat's agreeing with me. <laughs> the cat is agreeing with you. Next horror trope, yeah, creepy circus music. Sounds well, a fucking awful. Well, if there was a clown, yeah, maybe. No, not me at all, actually. Like, like, like the start of It with the clown in the sewer. Mm-hmm. That pulls that kid into the sewer. Oh, like It. It's fucked up. Yeah. It is one of the most fucked up horror... Like, it's clowns are frightening things. Yeah. American Horror Story. Yes. The circus. Freak that, show. The, the, the yes. Clown yes, is that, that is scary. Who enjoys clowns? <laughs> Who goes to circus and goes, I fucking love clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. I bet yeah. Gary likes clowns. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loves clowns. I've got another one as well, which is um, creepy eyeless face. Do you all, do you all, do you all know that, that that reference is? It's a Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh, that thing, the skinless, eyeless thing that's in the in Pan's Labyrinth. That thing's horrendous. I've got to find a picture of that just to remind myself how horrendous that actually is. He has eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing is fucked up. Not even that specifically. Just the the kind of turning round, and then you kind of see somebody doesn't have any eyes at all. And, And I think I've got another one written down with like no mouth at all. Uh, like, that uh, really I don't even want to look at the picture and that's the scariest shit out of me it's horrible oh. I think he's lovely oh that's really horrible <laughs> that's genuinely scary I don't like that at all but that that completely different style of yeah, he's nice he's just saying he's just Paris Hilton is well into that Pan's rat- Labyrinth oh. guy oh. what about what about um, sudden fog or well, we'll get, we'll get to that, actually, because I think I've got that one written down. Uh, the next one I've got written down is, it won't turn off. What so, won't turn off? So, for instance, right now, uh, maybe it won't pick up on these microphones, but we have some reggae playing in the distance. <laughs> and the idea that you know, oh, we, we would okay. go to this party and we would get to the kind of mi- mixing desk they're using to play this reggae, and we try to turn it down, and it's not even. And it won't in. go down. It just yeah. will not turn off. The, yeah. The ghost of Peter Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's been murdered by Desmond Decker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is fucking terrifying. It will not go anywhere. Just some reggae will will. It just won't leave us. The fridge that would not stop buzzing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, that, that keeps me awake at night. Right, okay, another one I, I, I wrote down, and this actually is the only one that I didn't get from a website. Cannot run or walk upstairs. Upstairs? Do, right, so does everyone know so the reference knock? to this? The Daleks. Did you hear that? No, yeah, it's Nightmare on Elm Street 1. I'm oh. getting a bit creeped out now. 
Someone just hear a knock at the door or something? No, no, something Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we add that one to the list? Sudden knock yeah. in the depth of night. So it's Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1. Um, and there is a scene in that film where she's trying to walk up the stairs and they become mud. She's trying to get up and down the stairs. Oh. And actually, that, that well, is when one... When you have a dream and you can't... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you feel like you're running through treacle in a dream and something's coming after you and you just can't move, I know that's the bit horrible. That one bothers me. That, that one genuinely actually kind of bothers me a bit. I think you're just a tad bothered by Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm in that. <laughs> no, genuinely, I, I think that is one of the best horror films ever made. I really like Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you sit there watching it with your quilt? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I, I will say that, like, Paris Hilton and I, many, many years ago, we watched The Shining together. And we were with another person who we, we will call um, Nicole Ritchie. <laughs> and um, both of them were either side of me. And I had never seen The Shining before. It was the first time I ever saw The Shining. And both of them were really, really freaked out by it and were totally riding on my schlong the whole way. Sell me your hometown. It's probably worth about 50p, so if you've got that, I will give it to you. <laughs> so, Rocky, what is your hometown? Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Now, I've been to Chesterfield. Home of the Crooked Spire. It's shit, don't go there. Sorry, anyone listening from Chesterfield. But I grew up there, so I can say these things. How long you lived there? 18 years. You lived there till you were 18? Yes. And then you moved to Salford? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you just you discovered that Manchester was fucking chock full of gays. <laughs> <laughs> and I phoned home and said I ain't never going home. Nope. <laughs> this ain't happening. Yeah. The mayor of Manchester is, is gay. Oh really? Yeah. I don't like need to know all the gays. <laughs> I feel like you do. <laughs> But thanks. I was actually, I was just intrigued to find that out today, that the actual mayor of Manchester is, is openly gay. I, you know, people are allowed and he, nowadays. He, <laughs> I mean, he has a fucking severe haircut as well. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> so, okay, so we talked about Chesterfield. Liam, where is your hometown? We really talk about Chesterfield. <laughs> so, Liam, where is yes. your hometown? So, so I'm, I'm from Sydney, so... Why would I live there? <laughs> Explain it to me. Oh god! Well, see, I have to. I'm going to try and do something opposite of showing people nice beaches and whatnot. Um, I would say it's a great place to expand your vocabulary and learn new racist words. <laughs> <laughs> and this is easy, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can repeat some on the podcast. We get arrested. The other way I'd say is it's a great place to indulge in watching 22 hours worth of shitty Hollywood films on the flight there. Okay. 
it kind of seems to me that you're not very complimentary of your hometown. Isn't it full of lesbians, or did I just get that from an incorrect source? I'm not sure. Yeah. The, 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 I, I mean, there are a lot. Sydney, Sydney is like a really, really gay place. <laughs> it's like but after San Fran, it's like the the the, the, okay. the gayest city in the world. Yeah, yeah. I was correct. Yeah, Rocky, why didn't you yeah, live yeah. there? I don't know why I don't live in Sydney. Because <laughs> 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 I don't fucking want you there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> old mate. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love the term old mate. See, the, okay, what I love about the vocabulary is the word mate. If you're a mate, it's like, don't be a mate. You can inflect the mate <laughs> to express your emotion, mate. So that page in the dictionary is like... Yeah. It just goes <laughs> on. It's like, depending on how many A's you have is the shock factor. <laughs> mate. mate. So anyway, you haven't really actually sold your hometown. You've just talked about I it. I am so sold. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Full of gays. Uh, Tick. Just, I'm moving there. The I need to know all the gays. <laughs> I want to know if they're mayors. Yeah, I do want. <laughs> what kind of hair they have? <laughs> um, Sydney. You know, it doesn't sound so bad, really. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Right. I'll talk about my hometown. My hometown is Birkenhead, which is near Liverpool. Say I, it, I, I, I am. I am fucking Scouse. I moved to Manchester when I was nine years old. But I grew up in Birkenhead. So Birkenhead is a uh, port town. It is absolutely full of people with tails. <laughs> it's a bit orange. It is fucking orange. It's, it's fucking orange. It's got Lily Savage <laughs> as well. It's, it's kind of a shithole. <laughs> Sorry, people. It, it kind of is a little bit. I mean, they don't do themselves any favours with the fucking name, really. <laughs> Birkenhead. Yeah, and the way they pronounce it. Every time I go... I will say in its defence, every single time I go to Liverpool, I get the train out to New Brighton, which is on the Wirral, in, in kind of Birkenhead area. There's a new Brighton. There's a new Brighton. There is a place. There is no a place. Me. There's a place just north of Birkenhead called New Brighton, and I really, really like New Brighton. But it isn't. It actually weirdly isn't that much of a show. It actually is quite nice, but it sort of you're living next to a kind of major metropolitan centre, but you're clearly not living in a major metropolitan centre. And that's what New Brighton is like. That's very much like where I grew up. In fairness. <coughs> Hertfordshire is not London, but you're close, but it's not London. So you grew up in Essex, right? No, <laughs> Hartford is my hometown, and what can I say about Hartford? Okay, on its plus sides, it's fairly safe, and it looks quite nice. It's full of Daily Mail readers and Tory voters, and no, that isn't a good thing, this is not the good things. This, uh, it's... Well, they're all red. They read. That's, yes. You know, yeah. I mean, it's fairly middle class, though it has its areas which really aren't. But oh, it's just the most dull place in the world. It really is. So how how long did you live there? Nineteen years. So you were born, and then you were nineteen, and then you left there. Yeah. Because uh, I was nine years old when I was plucked from Birkenhead, <laughs> and I was uh, dragged to Manchester, so that's where I've always viewed my kind of growing up as being. Yeah, mine was very much all in Hartford. So, Paris Hilton, mm -hmm. apart from growing, growing up in Hollywood, <laughs> um, so you were born in... Uh, I was born in Barnet. Barnet? 
But so I near was London. only there, so I'm a closet southerner, so I was only there till I was three, so it didn't affect me too much, thank goodness. <laughs> and then um, I grew up in the north. The north? <laughs> and uh, I grew up in um, a really lovely place called Bramall, which I like to call Pleasantville. <laughs> um, and I suppose the nearest town was Stat Park. Stat Park? So... Bramall's quite posh and, um, like, I suppose very samey. Like, it's like the town in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then Stratport's kind of uh, where you start Shaped. going out <laughs> drinking when you get old enough to drink and you go around the market and go in some of the pubs. <coughs> Stratport is where you go to die. Yeah, so, but it's all right. There's, like, the town centre, which is hideous and... Like, built in the 60s and ha- probably hasn't had any money spent on it since then. And there's lots there's, of there's a good shops and scallies and, you oh, know. And then there's, like, the old bit, like, the market where there's always been, like, lots of old pubs and music and little shops. And I used to work in a goth shop called Cobwebs. <laughs> yeah, and, you did. And walk through the <laughs> town centre with my dreadlocks and all the scallies used to go, you fucking Marsha, fuck you. <laughs> Why don't I live in Manchester anymore? <laughs> I've got pictorial evidence of this. She absolutely, this is all true, she absolutely had terrible dreadlocks. I, that was my first job, putting fat goths into corsets. <laughs> and now you're a fat Selling goth. little scallies bongs and... Yeah, no, I'm one of those. I love Stockport Centre because there's a sign that, like, tells you how far all the other major cities are away from like where where you actually are right now, and it's literally almost signalling like, get out now. (laughs) (laughs) There's even one that's like it actually says London on the sign, and it's pointing in one particular direction, and it's like 254 miles. It's like. What use is that to me? <laughs> um, and I also, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a fact, it might have been made up, but that like hideous, uh, is it an aqueduct? A bridge anyway. Yeah. That, yeah, the, um, yeah. that the, the trains have to pass through to get to like anywhere beyond the stopport. I think there's like a law that says that all trains going that sort of direction have to stop at Stockport. Um, and it was one of the conditions of the building the bridge apparently so that's why like all the trains stop at Stockport mm. I don't know if that's true you sold me on Stockport <laughs> <laughs> stopping well, trains well at least you can get there so, so every train goes there so, so where, you can't not go to Stockport where, where my mum lives now is my mum my mum lived in Sydney she's retired in a place called Woi Woi which is Oi, a lovely random Australian... Yeah. Aber- <laughs> Aboriginal Australian names have a They are amazing. They're like double, like Wagga Wagga yeah. and yeah. Toowoomba and these other places. But she, where she, she lives, the train station, uh, before that's called Wonderbine. And it's one of those trains... Wonderbine. Wonderbine. And it's like a lovely train journey cutting through like mountains and past beaches. Beautiful, beautiful journey. But half these stations are there because by law there needs to be a train station for the little community. But there might be like five people in these towns. And these are the kind of you know, uh, last house on the left kind of communities up around that area. But this train station is a quarter of a, pl- of a train carriage long and you have to call up in advance to let you off. 
There's literally like a chair. Wow. Uh, that you have to like ring the bell for and they'll let you off. And one time when I went to see my mum, there was a man getting on. It got very exciting. So everyone's obsessed with this train station because it's like, it's on the map. And he just goes, and you go right past it. It's just a chair with a little phone next to it. Absolutely amazing. Hello, I'm here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to get on the train. If that was Stockport, you know, something else, but no. Well, apparently people, lovely place. Lots of people get on and off at Stockport. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it really weird because it's literally about two minutes away from Manchester on the train and it's like, you've just left Manchester and then you're stopping almost immediately. I think it's time to shut this podcast down. But I like it so much. I know you do. <laughs> Which is why we will continue one day. Say goodnight, Rocky. Good night, Rocky. Say goodnight, Liam. Good night. Say goodnight, Paris Hilton. Good night. Say goodnight, Kat. Good night, Kat. Say goodnight, me. Good night, Peter Martin. Good night, me. Good night. Fuck you, Peter Martin. <laughs> so anyway, shall we lighten things up? <laughs> Have a discussion Go on. dicks instead. Um, dicks, cock, <laughs> ass. I, I'm gonna. Tits. I'm gonna ask a question, but I didn't write this ask. question. <laughs> Don't fucking <laughs> 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 I can't stand oh, it. Oh, it puts my teeth on edge. So I'm going to ask a question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to glass you so hard. (laughs) Calvin's become much more racist since Briggs. When when you've got two of them and they do stuff together. You know, you've got their like... We were just laughing about dicks and cock and all these other things. So I'll show you fun. pictures of them. Like ever since they've been manager needed in cinema. Assistant like manager. Ass manager needed in Sitka. <laughs> <laughs>